This is Channel 253. In this episode of Interchangeable White Ladies. I went to a wedding, and then I went to Chelan with some friends, Mm -hmm. and then I went on a a nine-mile hike with 3,000 feet. And it was the worst choice of a detox hike I've ever (laughs) had in my life. I was, like, just sweating White yeah. Claw out of my pores. <laughs> You're like, oh, better catch this and re-drink yeah. it later. Like, like, White Claw like truly... Black cherry? Is that you like, again? Is that a truly lemonade hard seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. One, two, two, interchangeable. White ladies! One, two, two, interchangeable. White ladies! Inter- interchangeable. Interchangeable. White ladies! Welcome to the Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast. I'm Hope. I'm Megan. And I'm Annie. Uh- She's here. Welcome we're back. We're here. We're looking at each other right now what? in one This is like room. a reunion Whoa. show. Where are our t-shirts? Oh, we forgot to get t-shirts, gosh. ladies. T-shirts. We, we forgot t-shirts. to get mimosas. Mimosas we, or just a yeah. good white cloth. Although, you know, although, yeah. although yeah. Hope and I do both have sparkling water right now. It's true. Megan, where's your sparkling water? I don't have one. Oh, God. I didn't. Megan. I wasn't I informed. It's I wasn't COVID time, so you know you can't really share mine. But uh, I wouldn't want it anyways. Pretend. But thank you very <laughs> yeah. much for including me in that. Sorry, I'm really sorry about that. You know, Are just you? the whites got together. <laughs> the, just, the whites, just... the whites, the like racially ambiguous one was left out of this um, sparkling water. <laughs> Girl, what's our EQ for today? Oh, so for our essential question, what are you doing for your hot teacher summer? Mm-hmm. Mm. Today we have a special sponsor and a word from our sponsor. Being an educator for the last year has been a unique challenge. The sense of community in schools was rocked to its core. Technology was inadequate, and the pandemic sucked the joy out of everything. Are you a teacher? Are you tired? Did this school year take the wind out of your sails? Hot teacher summer may be exactly what you need. Our patented formula addresses the root causes of your discontent, including grading student work, toxic levels of screen time, eating like a campground squirrel, vaporizing your work-life balance in the blink of an eye and promptly forgetting it ever existed, paying the full bill for internet and cell phone service when it should be subsidized by your school district because they externalized the cost to you when you worked from home, sacrificing a portion of your monthly paycheck in the form of an interest-free loan to your employer so you can still get paid in the summer, an email inbox so full it would make Bill Gates blush, and dealing with uniquely terrible forms of audacity and nonsense. You'll notice the benefits of Hot Teacher Summer almost immediately, including reduced stress and an increased sense of euphoria, more physical activity, time outside, and chilled beverages on patios, and a renewed sense of creativity, will to live, and interest in continuing your job in the fall. Side effects may include checking yourself out in the mirror and saying, thanks for keeping me alive, body, while patting your stomach, finishing the two dozen random projects littering your home, uninstalling your work email app from your phone while you wait for your homemade cold brew coffee to strain, and frolicking at the beach. While results may vary based on your own level of self-awareness and willingness to cut loose, Hot Teacher Summer has the potential to change your life for the better. Isn't it time to stop teaching and start vibing? Ask yourself if Hot Teacher Summer is right for you. All I know is that Hot Teacher Summer is right for me. I mean, yeah, I'm taking I am it. subscribing. So, right in? Yeah, I'm subscribing. This? I think so. Yeah. I'm already. Yeah. I have been subscribing. You can write your own prescription. <laughs> yeah. So that's mm. really convenient. You don't even have to worry about the handwriting. You just nope. You just go. No, nope. do it. Just, just, yeah, start anytime. So I think straightforward. Thank you uh, to all of our sponsors, and mm. we really appreciate mm-hmm. that sponsor for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also think today's episode's kind of inspired by Megan the Stallion. So, mm. you know, we got a little nod to that. Which mm-hmm. the queen of Hot Teacher Summer. I mean, yeah. let's yeah. go. If you haven't seen the music video, I just watched the music video recently, and I was like, ass. I mean, you can't help it, and it's pretty mm-hmm. amazing in that mm-hmm. sense. But mm-hmm. also, it's like there's a story arc, and I yeah. apparently yeah. haven't watched enough music videos by anybody to notice. It's been a long that time story since arcs. I've watched a music yeah, video. I can't remember the last time that I watched a music <laughs> yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. So, in this episode, our goal is to, you know, have a light little fun conversation, but also it's hard to stay away sometimes from the serious topics with you two ladies. I oh, noticed. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're so serious. We are, yeah. We're going to dive in and then 
hop dive back, back out. <laughs> yeah. Probably dive back in again and yeah. then hop back out. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah so true. Uh, so let's get it rolling with uh, our segment, Yeah, No, Yeah. Interchangeable. White ladies! And for those listeners who might have forgotten, if the response is yeah, it means yeah, yes, great. If the response is no, it's pretty straightforward. And no, no, yeah means sure. Yeah, no means no. Yeah, no for sure means yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah means actually a no. Yeah, no, yeah means, well, okay, I'm willing to do it. And no, yeah, no is definitely not into it, not willing to do it, etc. Are you ladies ready for this? I th- uh, Yeah, I think Absolutely. so. Yeah. Great. So uh, your hot teacher summer is literally hot. I mean, no, yeah, a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. because I have air conditioning. There you go. There you go. Uh, hot teacher summer means drinking a cartload of white claw. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, I have two children under four, so <laughs> yeah. I, I would be yeah. a time time restricted. I'm aggressively fair. single. Yeah. yeah. Fair. <laughs> uh, hot educator summer is still waking up at 6 a.m., but taking a large afternoon nap. Yeah, no, for sure. Again, the four-year-olds? Yeah, wait. Yeah, no, yeah, if there's time. Yeah, no, yeah. Hot educator summer is feeling guilty about not attending that July professional development that is being pushed and emailed. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. Hot teacher summer is shaming um, how other teachers choose to spend their time. No. No. Yeah, I think you're right. No. With the sponsorship, I mean, we just talked no. about that. Write your own personal. This, it's you. like a, this is like a, we, we accept. Yeah, you we accept create, you. We accept you. You create whatever hot teacher summer you want. Yeah. Hot teacher summer is practicing classroom management strategies on your pets and your kids and maybe your significant <laughs> other or parent. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, sadly, yeah, no, for sure. You know, like, I, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, no, Yeah. I, I've because my my classroom at home is much smaller. It's just two kids. There's just two <laughs> so kids in it. You're like pair shares. So much effective. I went from high school, teaching high school to facilitating preschool. So yeah, it's kind of a different setup. But yeah, fantastic. Um, well, so like I think we're in the mode and mm-hmm, we're in the mood mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, so with Warmed that said, up. I know that our listeners have been wondering, Annie, where you been? What you been up to? Yeah. And we were just wondering if you could start us off with. Um, Maybe a six-word memoir. Absolutely. Um, Just kind of recapping this last year. Burn it down. Mm. Build it up. That's my six-word memoir. I want to clap. I want to give you a clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, do you want? Do you want to tell us the backstory? Yeah. Yeah. Elaborate on that. Elaborate on that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would love to. Um, So the. the last year, I was I took a break from the podcast because the scheduling was challenging with the pandemic and little mm-hmm. kids and all the stuff mm-hmm. that was happening, um, and I had a lot of reflective time. And I mm-hmm. talked to Doug about this um, during off the record at one point about um, just kind of feeling like you, our whole sense of who we are it got kind of shook up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like a snow globe. And I like mm-hmm. him sort of. Uh, reoriented who I feel like I am as a person. And so that made me reevaluate, like, if I wanted to go back to teach in the fall, which I changed, I decided not to go back and teach in the fall. And that came from a place of, like, like uh, it was very sad. There was a lot of sadness and guilt and all that kind of feelings. But then also, like, um, a sense of, like, being ready to let it go because mm. I had done a lot of, you know, self-reflection. And so I am changing careers. I'm leaving teaching. I'm changing careers. And then I am also... Um, I cut off all my hair. What else mm-hmm. did I do that's different? I'm more confident. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm getting more exercise. Mm-hmm. Spend more time outside. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have yeah. a better like work life balance or I like do. mental? Yeah, and I think that was a piece of it too. Is the work life balance? I needed more of a work life balance, and so yeah. I, and so that's what I decided. A career that had a a different work life balance and a different type of creativity mm-hmm. would be, um, in the cards. And I don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet. I'm still figuring it out, but I'm, I'm hoping to have a job in the trades so yeah. I can come back and definitely talk about how that's going. Um, at some point, if you guys want to talk about it, because yeah. I have, um, yeah, women in the trades, it's like not a lot of women in the trades. Absolutely. So it's like kind of a neat thing to go try and um, be an interchangeable white lady in a different industry in a different field yeah, kind yeah. Of with a lot of interchangeable white dudes white yeah. dudes yeah. a lot of interchangeable white dudes yeah. who like um who 
you know, maybe aren't in counseling or aren't <laughs> doing a lot of reflective, I mean, reflective thinking yeah. about their practice. And I feel like the word or, mediocre comes to mind, not in their yeah, professional no, aspect, yeah. but maybe in some other like components. The confidence of a mediocre white man. Yeah, ladies, exactly. That's the dream. So that's what I'm hoping to cultivate <laughs> in my life. So, <laughs> so you said that there was a lot of self-reflection, right? And I yeah. think that a lot of people went through that mm-hmm. during quarantine. Mm-hmm. But not everybody what, left their careers. Not a lot. Of, that's so true. that's yeah, my, absolutely. the question is yeah. like, what was it about the unique experience of COVID? Why am I special? Well, I, I never, <laughs> Jenny, I never ever ask, why are you special? Oh, because I know exactly that's why. That's very sweet of you to say. <laughs> you know? I appreciate I, that. I never questioned that. <laughs> but what was it about the unique experience of the pandemic oh. that you realized that any other time you wouldn't have been able to like have this self-realization? I think it was just having the social distance, the emotional distance, Mm -hmm. the mental distance, the psychological distance from being in physical school because you get in this kind of routine of as an educator, you're in school for a long time and then yourself and then you do more school and then you Mm -hmm. do some more and then you go back into a school as an educator and you have – it's almost like a rhythm of your life and you Mm -hmm. just count on it. You almost kind of take it for granted. Like you have this rhythm of – in August, I will start buying school supplies. In mm-hmm. September, I will prepare my classroom, and I will go to teach again. And then we'll go through the course of the school year, and educators know and other folks who work with kids know that throughout the course of a school year, you have this sort of, like, um, excitement <laughs> and then the lulls yeah. and then the periods around the holidays that are either really exciting for students or really difficult for students mm-hmm. um, and these kind of, like, emotional highs and lows that have a rhythm. Yeah. They have a rhythm Absolutely. from the start of the year to the end of the year. And I think I got kind of complacent in that rhythm. Mm. And I was thinking, you know, I since our rhythm got disrupted this mm-hmm. year, it almost uh, created open, opened a door that was kind of Absolutely, like, yeah. hey, the rhythm's different. You could have you could find that elsewhere or you could try something that you've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I guess I will. This is a good opportunity to try something I've always wanted to do. And I had great relationships with my students who I taught remotely this year and I worked mm. with online. And, you know, that was that was excellent. And it actually made it a lot easier to say goodbye hmm. to my students who I'd grown really close to and worked really closely with this year. We've gone through a lot of trauma together, you know, mm-hmm. being Absolutely. working yeah. remotely. Um, but it made it a little easier to say goodbye to them because we had built our student-teacher relationships around this online learning, right? And mm-hmm. so we already had great communication by email. We already had this, like, kind of open lines of communication. And it actually, in a way, it made it easier to say, I really care about all of you and I'm going to go do something different next year. And students yeah. were remarkably supportive. I was mm-hmm. like kind of worried. I was like, are you guys going to be cool with this? Like, I'm just like, I'm leaving. I had one kid be like, you're not going to coming to graduation, are you? And I was like, actually, I probably will. I'll probably mm-hmm. still be there because you're going to graduate and then I'm still going to come watch you graduate. And so it was, it was emotional for sure, but it was, it felt like a natural time that if I had gone back to school next year and gotten back into that rhythm again and then had to build new rhythms because school's going to have to be different in the fall, mm-hmm. I think it would have been harder later to leave and I I felt like it was time to leave and so yeah. it created an opportunity that I wasn't expecting but, yeah when you're yeah. yeah when you're teaching you kind of become a part of this really big machine mm-hmm. and there's never mm-hmm. the right time oh, never. Mm-hmm. Never. to yeah. jump off Mm-mm. because there's always something else that you should be doing you're expected oh, to yeah. be doing you should be thinking about you're yeah. failing this place and you're you know right. you're, and then like after you've like feel like you've failed miserably you have this amazing breakthrough with a student and you've never felt like yeah. greater about mm-hmm. oh the high is the high is incredible like if you people talk about you know being high on life or whatever like the high of like reaching a kid who everyone's telling you is unreachable and you're just like oh 100 <laughs> bet Yes. yes. Yeah. Try me. Try yeah. me. Yeah. Try me. You feel invincible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what kind of sucks you <laughs> exactly. in, right? Yes. I think that's what sucks you yeah. in. That and then those are the kids who love you the most, you have the best relationship yep. with, they work the hardest. Like, And I need everybody to know that, yes, this does sound like an abusive relationship <laughs> and the cycle of abuse. <laughs> oh, certainly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, but it's not, it's not that. People who describe like postpartum oh or like why, why you have a kid and then people have more kids, right? Yeah. And just that, yeah. that high or mm-hmm. that feeling um, that's there. And I think... I mean, in some re- it, it is what it is, and in some parts, like you said, it feels super abusive for like everybody, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody right. involved. But also, like that's what keeps you going and doing the hard work because the profession is. Because really to be clear, the the I think the lows very rarely come from students, if ever. Oh, it's yeah. coming from oh, the yeah. system and the structures yeah. and the admin. Yeah. And I think that that's why we're seeing a lot of teachers. Or I wonder if that's why we're seeing a lot of teachers leaving the profession mm-hmm. was because there was so much more 
interaction with that part of the profession yeah. this year. And there wasn't instead as of, Instead much, of the life-giving part is what you're saying. Yeah, instead yeah. of the yeah. life-giving part, right? Like, More of the suck, less of the reward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that, like, yeah. like you said, you yeah. had great relationships yeah. with your students, but it was... It felt different. Like there was something yeah. about being in person that's tangible. Yeah, I had I had better connection with parents this year than I've ever had. Yeah, which was yeah. really crazy because like I wouldn't expect that. But I had emailed with parents regularly and I had good you know, ongoing contact with parents, and that was uh, that was amazing. So the family side of it, like you said, like family and student side of it, that was that was rocking. But yeah, it's the, kind of the kind of um, dark underbelly of the systems that you're just like, oh mm-hmm. god, I've avoided you yeah, for like, a long time, and now mm-hmm. you're here and I can't avoid you at all. It's so stressful. Yeah, yeah like, you're being like patched into those Zoom meetings rather than like mm-hmm. just avoiding the in-person yes, meeting right. or like you're helping a kid in person so then you can't go to some of the some of the other things or you're mm-hmm. just you're so I what I found and I'm still I am still a very new teacher um and what I found was that I relied so much more. I had to rely so much more on the district mm-hmm. than I ever have before. I've never mm-hmm. thought I've never truly thought of the district as a key player in my instruction oh, and classroom. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think like overarching I like but you I felt was about it to this like, time, right? It, yeah. it, like it's always been a presence, yeah. but I relied on it this yeah. year. I had to rely on it yeah. this year in a way that I never had to. It was no longer a presence that I could choose to engage with or not engage with. Mm-hmm. Like it was this constant presence, these either honestly, it wasn't a constant messaging. It was the constant feeling of a lack of messaging mm-hmm. coming from the district. Mm-hmm. And it I mean, it was a tough year. Mm-hmm. Like for me as well in teaching, and it was only my third year, folks. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's been hard. Yeah. So you're stepping away from teaching, but you're actually going to continue yeah. learning because you're talking about entering yeah. a whole new I can, I'm, realm. So yeah. you're not even getting away from the learning no, process. No, not at all. Annie, so what I had, are you doing with I, yourself? Such a good question. <laughs> That's the question of the day. Um, every day, forever. Um, so the <laughs> <laughs> what am I learning today? It's like yeah, you should exactly. just get a, like a back tattoo. That's like yeah, what am I exactly. Today? What am I learning today? Ooh, like a good old fashioned tramp stamp. Yeah, exactly. Suggesting yeah, for her. exactly. Yeah, I know they've gone out of fashion a little bit, but you not for me. Not, <laughs> not for any. I mean, people it back. are, you know, like trying to go on their calves and on their but, like forearms. You know but that's what? Too new. You're going yeah. to bring back the existential, insightful tramp stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, like exactly you're just going right. to have yep. a, purpose, and a really nice yep. font, a yep. point of view. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, exactly, yep. exactly right. Um, so I am, I want to go into the trades and I found this great program. If anybody's interested, it's called A New and it's based out of Kent. Um, it's a trades rotation program that's designed for people who are. T- typically underrepresented in the trades. So uh, women, people of color, uh, gender and sexual minorities, so like trans folks um, who typically have a hard time kind of getting into the trades. Um, trades used to be really like an old boys club where like you got to be an electrician or a plumber or an HVAC technician because your dad did it or your uncle did it or your mm-hmm, brother did mm-hmm. it. And then you got hooked up with, you know, the company or with an apprenticeship. But now it's a lot more equitable the way they do the the apprenticeships and everything. So I'm going to do a trades rotation program, which is basically like I'm learning about a bunch of different trades and then I get to decide what I want to do Um, and so it's a great program for I you know there are these like retooling grants or whatever if you're leaving a career and going into another career (laughs) if your career becomes obsolete teaching has not become obsolete and I'm not (laughs) eligible for any of those grants Um, but I like to think of it as retooling right like I'm just like re I feel like there's figuring my a bad tool joke to like I think there is yeah but I don't know what it is you're the funny one I'm a tool am I the tool I don't know wait are you the tool? I'm, or am I the machine? And you're getting a tool. We're getting retooled. <laughs> See, there's a lot that we can do. I don't do know. With this. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't we're know. in hot teacher summer, guys. Our brains are we're not losing, fully yeah, functioning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's funny. Um, <laughs> it's always funny when that happens. It's like um, Elf. We just laugh at our own yeah. jokes. Yeah, it's it's always funny when you have to tell people it's funny. Yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know something's funny. That's how you know it's funny. You have to tell people You have to tell people. If you That's like me in front of students. If you didn't tell like, them, how would they know? <laughs> I'm like laughing at my own joke, and they're oh. just like rolling their eyes. They're like, "What are you talking about?" And <laughs> yeah. like, I explain the joke. I always, yeah, I always have to stop, and I give them like those big eyes, and I'm like, "Get it? But do you get it? Do you understand?" It's so funny. And they're like, "Holyoke, I get it. I just don't think you're funny." Yeah. <laughs> like, you're wrong. They really know how yeah. to cut to the choreo. With yeah, yeah they don't like mess that. around. No, they teenagers, do they do not. You know? So when you both think about hot teacher summer, so transitioning a little bit, yeah. um, and you can yeah. kind of add more if you want um, as we're going through this. I'm just going to be doing a trade. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. I'll come back and update you later. So next year will be like <laughs> hot trade summer? Yeah, hot trade woman's summer. 
Yeah. A trans person. I I don't, that's a good question. Yeah. Try to be the, inclusive. What's um, the noun that we should Well, use? it depends. Um, it kind of varies um, the gender inclusivity based on what trade you're in. Like hmm. the um, I, IBEW, the electricians union, they have a um, – no, maybe it's the carpenters. They have a sisterhood in the brotherhood. Oh, okay. So they have – it's like a inclusive that way. Um, and then there's some organizations like a new that are more like um, inclusive of all – um, genders and non-binary folks and they have more kind of inclusive language but basically there's tradespeople, tradesmen tradeswomen kind of depends on what your pronouns are yeah. in the rest of your I'm life I'm so excited to learn more about this oh, yeah. as you learn about yeah. it and yeah. as you like get into yeah. this field. and then when I get into a trade I can come like fix your shit yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Your plumbing I mean, or electrical or your whatever. I'm I don't so know, excited. Depending on what I do. Yeah. <laughs> depending yeah. on what you decide to do. Mm-hmm. Are you nervous at all about going into this? Yeah, I'm a little nervous. I mean, the program I'm doing is a, is a all female and female identified folks in the cohort. And so I'm like looking forward to meeting mm-hmm. other, other awesome. women who are interested in the trades because I feel like there's kind of a there's some kind of like cool power in that of like mm. yeah, feminism. I'm um, just like very excited about that. You know, like it. run triathlons like and stuff Rosie, like that. Yeah. Like Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. yeah. And we're, gonna, like, we're just going to like mm-hmm. high five a lot about how awesome we are. Yeah. So and like wear a lot of leopard print. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So many high fives. Yeah. yeah but had. no pink tools. I'm just going to get regular colored tools. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, you're not going to pay a 10% no, markup for no, a female toolkit. But how will your delicate female hands handle men's tools? I think once I get into the trade, my hands will be bigger. Yeah, like, that's how it works, right? That's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah just like, picture you at your couch. Like, what my, is those, those gripping? Yeah, my delicate, my delicate female hands don't know what to do with the black black hammer. I don't know. I don't do know. But this, turn that thing pink hammer, and all of a sudden my hands know exactly, exactly what to do. They can yeah. handle it. They're ergonomic yeah. um, for me and my baby hands. Um, and um, no more women's pens for you either. No, you know, never, you never trade again, in those pink again. and purple big yeah. pens for women. Yeah. Pay a dollar more Are for the you gonna Actually, that's a really good question segue are you gonna bring flare pens into the field into I'm gonna the profession have to because I was going into look at I went to Target the other day yeah. and they have <laughs> yeah. their school supply display Which, and I'm like there's no way I can't oh, yeah, go yeah. this yeah, is yeah, extra right. early this excuse year. me it's July get it's, the hell out of here it started a month ago I walked yeah. into Target and I said so Target is choosing violence towards yeah. teachers yeah. this year exactly so um, the only thing that I'm kind of looking forward to if we're allowed to have it which I just don't know yet is the they released the the new um, new vintage prints of the Trapper Keeper oh have snap. you heard about this <laughs> oh snap <laughs> no they re-released the Trapper Keeper is the re-released the Trapper Keeper in the old prints from the 90s don't give me shit about my age I have older siblings oh my gosh I love to Trapper Keeper I know so I I'm gonna have to bring the flare pens and I'm gonna be the person who has all the flare pens I don't have a pen today and I'll be like well so anybody in our listener crowd who does not know what a flare pen is go your life will be transformed flare pens are like I think that Annie, I don't think that you would be able to function without no, a flare I don't pen. Think so. I don't think it like so. runs through your veins. Yeah, it's the like flare ink. The am, flare ink. I bleed flare ink. <laughs> you're about twenty um, percent like flare ink. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Maybe you can make a really cool like pocket that goes yeah. on your hand, and Ooh, then you can like, like a pass. See, like I a see you being like an Wolverine. So <laughs> I see you being an electrician because have you ever yeah. seen like a very beautiful breaker box, like the organizational and color coded, and it just like everything. Like I, I would love to do that. It's like a good spreadsheet but yeah. it's oh it's but it great can kill mm-hmm. you and the satisfaction yeah. can kill yeah, you instantly exactly. if you don't do it right <laughs> yeah, you. yeah exactly the stakes are very high yeah <laughs> yeah but then when you're done everyone gets electricity yeah it's, so it's exciting mm, yeah yes. so yeah I'm, I'm nervous i'm excited i think it's gonna be really really fun i everyone i've met who it's like in this program and that everyone I, everyone i've talked to has been incredibly awesome like so i'm just very i think they're kind of the thing in the trades is like if you're willing to show up and and put in a good effort and show up on time and learn and grow they want you they want mm-hmm. you there because mm-hmm. that's what they need. They need people of growth mindset and who are like ready to go. And I'm like, growth mindset. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've read a lot I'm of it. articles yeah. on growth mindset. I am the growth mindset. <laughs> so, so I'm going to be there ready to rock and roll day one with my flare pens. And like, I'm just going to be, I'm just ready. My only concern right now is I'm like, and I'm not even kidding. It's finding work pants that fit. <laughs> Because Carhartts fit like a toilet paper tube. Yeah. So like, there's, there's there's no nothing. style. There's nothing. What's gonna be funny is you're gonna you're gonna just fall into designing clothes for trade oh, women. I have like, to. Isn't there something to. like that already on to. TikTok? Like isn't that already a thing? Yeah, there are people who are like out there. There are companies that are like um, working on it. And Carhartt does have some some stuff for women that's designed for women that fits better. Um, but not stuff that's real durable. So they'll yeah. have like they'll have like it's, oh these really nice like utility leggings. Like and you're, that like, you're supposed to wear like you wear camping. It's like a camping line, but it's 
laying yeah. on it. It's like, like, it's like lifestyle clothing. It's yeah. Not and like, can we also clothing. talk about like women's cut clothing is generally created by the devil? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. So there's yeah. that as well. Yeah. You know, like a women's cut sh- T-shirt. Yeah. I swear to you, it came deep, like deep from the depths of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. I yeah. like firmly yeah. believe that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe some of our listeners have some knowledge on this and can send yeah. us some links. Well, and I've heard some. Um, I've heard some really great recommendations for like dovetail workwear out of Portland. They have some really great stuff that's like made for women. It's also like ninety dollars for a pair of, of yeah, pants. It's so, so it's you know Lord. it's a little straight off. You know, a little yeah. straight off there about like what you, so pay, you basically but, just wear them yeah. for the next 50 years though and essentially <laughs> i mean you buy something that's high enough quality it'll last a long time yeah. i could also just get men's pants and get a really good belt and then i don't know probably be fine yeah so on the yeah. note of like shit talking yeah clothing for tradeswomen oh yeah i think now is a great time for us to take a break let's do it and then yes. we'll head on back and do that transition that hope began about 10 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> classic Hello, friends. This is Marguerite Martin, creator of MoveToTacoma.com and co-founder of Channel 253. It's bad out there, folks. Home prices in Pierce County are up 15% year over year. While it's no secret that the market is hot, you may not know that Tacoma has been the hottest housing market in the country for several years. There is an extreme shortage of homes for buyers to buy. Having a local Tacoma buyer's agent that specializes in the neighborhood and price range you're after can mean the difference between losing or winning the bid on your dream home. If you're looking to sell your current home and find something that meets your needs better, having a neighborhood expert handle your listing will impact how much money you net off of your sale. The right agent to market and sell a home on the West Slope might not be the same person who has the expertise and connections to find you an income-generating duplex somewhere else. All agents have specialties, and I know the players for every niche. Best of all, it doesn't cost you anything. Great local agents are happy to pay me a finder's fee if you end up buying or selling. And you can rest easy knowing you're going to get a great agent who specializes in exactly what you're looking for. If you want to learn more, visit MoveToTacoma.com and use the contact form. Thanks for listening to Channel 253. All right. So welcome back, everybody. And I just want to kind of summarize what we've learned from the Mm. first half of the episode. And that is that Annie is most likely in the direction of lighting hot teacher summer. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like she's going to be the lighting specialist. Very well lit. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be working for Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's my Or when Hope and I inevitably record our own hot teacher summer music video oh my lord then I will be, you'll do the sound lighting the, yeah, you'll write the whole yeah, thing yeah, though I'll I'll yeah, like, yeah, you would I'll have to a, write write the song you would have please to write it all for I, us. Will be the, I will do that for you you'll be the creative design creative director there you go perfect yeah. you're, not, you're gonna have every job yeah um, I just show up much. and you just tell me what to do because there's no talent <laughs> behind these eyes <laughs> so what does then hot teacher summer mean for you all I mean we've oh, talked a little bit around it but yeah. I mean, this meme is pretty fantastic. So, what, mm-hmm. what do y'all think? So, my hot teacher summer has mm. just been hiking feel? and oh, hiking, yeah. mm-hmm. literally hiking hot. I mean, you didn't like hiking. that. You didn't answer it that way in the opening in the yeah no yeah segment. But if you're hiking a lot, aren't you hot? Yeah, there's a lot of sweat happening yeah. in my hot teacher summer. Like just uncomfortable sweat. I went on um, a little over nine mile hike, three thousand feet elevation mm-hmm. gain on Friday. And that was after a week. I was like, I went to a wedding and then I went to Chelan with some friends. Mm-hmm. And then I went on a, a nine mile hike with no. 3,000 feet. And it was the worst choice of a detox hike I've ever <laughs> had in my life. I was like just sweating white yeah. claw out of my pores. <laughs> You're like, oh, better catch this and re drink yeah. it later. Right. Like, white claw like truly. Black cherry? Is that you right. again? Is that a truly lemonade hard seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So being outside as much as possible. I was I've told many of my friends that this is my first summer Mm -hmm. since I was in my undergrad college because I worked. Right. I worked Mm, every summer in the nonprofit world. Right. Um, And then I was in grad school for the two summers. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was diagnosed with the cancer. Yeah. And and so that's kind of been my life. And I am leaning in hard. To yeah. a teacher, hot teacher summer. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 
What else are y'all doing for Hot Teacher Summer? Oh, hot Teacher Summer. Well, um, you're like Hot Teacher Transition Summer, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm kind of mm-hmm. Hot Teacher Summer. I'm still Hot Teacher Summer because, like like our great sponsor said um, in their ad today, the— um, Our, our <laughs> sponsors are such high-quality really ads. High quality, really high-quality, really great. I don't know how Doug Excellent. is pulling off getting yeah. us these sponsors. really incredible sponsors. It's incredible. It's amazing. Thanks, yeah. Eric, as well. Yeah. 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 Wow, you guys are so incredible. Doug and Eric are really just appreciate amazing. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Um, I had— uh, um, you, when you're a teacher, ten months of the year, you have money withheld from your paycheck that you give as an interest-free loan to your school mm-hmm. district. So mm-hmm. then you get paid mm-hmm. in the summer. What so, you guys get paid all year? Not even work in the summer. You don't work. You don't even work in the summer. You're so lazy. You're so lazy. Oh, you're so lucky. Gosh. Stop complaining. You you're should so never lazy. be able to complain about anything as a Whoa. teacher because you get summers off. Yeah. What a what a what a joke. Um, <laughs> So I actually very fortunate to still be getting paid from the money that I lent the school district earlier this mm-hmm. school year. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm getting paid right now, which is great and actually helping me in my transition because I'm trying, you know, going into changing careers. But um, so it's kind of been like trying to enjoy the summer. But then also um, when I spent and I'm sure you all had a similar experience when I spent ten, um, many months in my home, I learned, kind of looked around yeah. and I was like, oh, OK. This is this is this is kind of a mess, um, and so part of the hot teacher summer is like home projects. Mm-hmm. So um, we have windows that were put in our condo in like 1973, mm-hmm. um, and never been replaced. So we're getting some new windows, which is really exciting, um, and getting some um, some uh, our kitchens getting repaired because we had our building sunk. What our building mm-hmm. sunk? Oh well, yeah, I remember because I live on a river yeah. and it like part of the building like <laughs> mm-hmm. the ground got really wet wow, and saturated okay. and then it sunk, and so then we we got a, we got the building hoisted, and unsunk, and then it damaged our cow- countertops in our kitchen, mm-hmm. and our cabinets, and so now we're going to get those repaired, and we're not getting new ones, but we're getting them repaired, and so we're saving a bunch of money just by like repairing okay. what we have and like kind of like reconfiguring some things in our kitchen, and uh, it's gonna be really nice. But I realize how. When you spend so much time in your home, you realize how many things like lack function mm, and functionality. Mm-hmm. And yes. then and that was actually really helpful. And then so, yeah, definitely going to Did be that like, happen during COVID. Because I feel like yeah. people realize what they were unhappy about in their homes. Yes. Yeah. And people realize the furniture that was useless that they should have gotten rid yeah. of beforehand or that they need. Right. right? Well, like physical and mental homes. homes right? Right. They were yeah. unhappy with a lot of right. physical yeah, and mental exactly. homes. People started realizing yep. their significant others or pets had like weird habits that they never noticed yeah. all those years. Well, and then our electrical bill, our electric bill, I was looking at that and mm-hmm. I was like, windows might help with this. Right. Because like our, Absolutely. our windows are so inefficient. So yeah. in the long run, it's it's like kind of like, oh, no, this is actually like a positive thing, you know, in terms of like saving money in the long run. But, yeah, no, it's some home projects. Going to be doing some painting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to be sorting through all my teacher crap from my classroom that like needs to be sorted. That's like personal things that are sentimental, mm-hmm. you know. Going to clean the garage, mm-hmm. which is a disaster. <laughs> um, going to clean out the refrigerator, which is a disaster. Exactly. You know, it's just stuff like that. What do you do? Hope what are you doing? Yeah, what about you? Um, my hot teacher summer is kind of depressing, so I don't want to go too much into it. Uh, some people who know there's a lot of personal family stuff going on that's a bit like a lot. Um, but not thinking about those things, I am agree with you. I'm trying to get outdoors as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just had a chance to walk Green Lake um, yesterday, and I actually was like, you know what? What else am I going to do? I did two laps around, which is actually like six mm-hmm. six miles. That's a good so I was walk. Like, really proud of myself. Nice walk. Yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, um, and listen to some audiobooks while doing that so Excellent. just kind of like kind of getting my That's fill awesome. um, more in those ways I think nice. um, I, have some, yeah, I can recommend some likes that are similar to that if you Ooh, want a kid, I, I know all the kid yeah. friendly ones yeah. so see yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, the, yeah. I like Megan I admire your hiking thing but I am really not good with elevation and then also just like I get annoyed the forest so the forest baths have you guys ever heard of like like where it's like you're not going on a hike but you're finding these trails that aren't strenuous but yeah. Yeah. it's like a f- nature bath or a forest bath where you're oh. just like you can't hear you the, the city you do the like sensory oh, okay, okay. the sensory yeah. you're just as you're walking yeah. your that was my foot, foot. Listen, that's okay. <laughs> what's also funny is I was somewhere. listening to Annie <laughs> talk about hers and I'm like we are in very different places in our life <laughs> yeah right yeah. Yeah. yeah well what about so my next question for you all is like what about your hot bod summer like what are you putting oh, in yeah. your bod hot what are you filling your bod with because everybody's bod is a hot bod summer. Um, yeah. But what do you, what if you, you go to the, If you want to have a beach body, just take your body to the beach. You egg, know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Put yourself. So, I mean, obviously all the physical exercise folks are getting is part of that. Yeah. But is there anything interesting? Can I tell you about... Can you talk about the mushroom can jerky? Can I tell you about it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about two things. Before we came here, we got mushroom jerky. And it was... It was weird. 
but we couldn't stop eating it, which means that it's automatically good. Um, so I liked that's, it. That's I got the measure. The hickory smoke. I'm going to get the teriyaki next time. It was quite good. Um, and then also, um, yeah. you make that face, but you liked it. <laughs> it was very upsettingly good. You couldn't good. stop. You dropped, some, you dropped some beside the seat, and you I were like, drew, oh, no. Like, yeah. it was really sad. I felt bad because it. it was like $3 worth of, <laughs> yeah. like, every time you drop those kinds of things, you're like, oh, this... This micro is yeah. just, I lost $4. Yeah. Um, the other thing that um, it is um, trying to, like you both had said, just going outside as much as possible. That's another thing I learned during the pandemic is that I do not spend enough time outdoors. And so, <laughs> yeah. like, just walking. I've been yeah. walking everywhere, yeah. and it's been awesome. So, yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of it. Like, putting good exercise in the yeah. bod. Oh, and yeah. then I made a pull-up bar. Not like a not mm-hmm. like a regular one that's mounted to the wall, but I made mm-hmm. this is going to sound so weird. But if you go on Already uh, does. Yeah, <laughs> if you go on the internet, if you go on the internet and you look up dip bars, yeah. they're, uh, they're also yeah. called yeah. they're also called parallettes and you can yeah. use them for like doing like tricep dips and stuff. Sure. But, Jenny, are you getting yoked? This hot I mean, teacher somewhere? Potentially. You are, yeah. Yeah. yeah, possibly. Yeah, it could be happening. Get, um, and also I'm she was going to build this, I saw on TikTok, she sent me this thing on TikTok about a Jenga set. Yeah. That actually inside the Jenga, they're huge pieces, like the mm-hmm. big, you know, giant ones. Like yeah. But each one has a cir- like three circles in it. No, uh, one circle in the middle. Okay. And yeah. it's filled with, wait for it. Jello shots. Uh, yep, jello shots. So when you pull, <laughs> when you chill, pull the Jenga piece, if it has a jello shot in it, you have to take the jello shot before um, you put the Jenga piece up. I didn't realize that like yard Jenga could get any better. Yeah, uh, yeah. it can. And also, can, Hope, and, it Hope did, and I were so did. into it that we are literally just in a frat now. Yeah. So I told her we can do an IWL frat, and so we were going to send you that. Yeah. See if you, you wanted to join. Thank you. Yeah. I do. Yeah. They have like pre-made Jello shots at Costco. You're and by the way. So no way. You don't even have to worry about making them. What? Just go to Costco. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate lazy. Yeah. <laughs> ultimate lazy. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. Thank you, Costco. Thank should you. Should be Costco. one of our sponsors, honestly. Oh my gosh, oh, they should. The, di- oh, the dip bar though. So I yeah. went to Lowe's and I bought all the fi- fittings for like a, a metal bar that's like I don't know, like three feet off the ground, and then I got hockey tape and wrapped it around the top part of the bar. So if you can picture this, it's like a little a bar that has like feet on the bottom so it doesn't like tip over. And I've been practicing doing a modified like pull-up exercise and I've Dang. got some really good shoulder strength. Hey! So I've been doing that too. She's getting yoked. She's yoked. getting ready getting to, to like um, wield that, that male hammer that's Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's heavier than the lady <laughs> hammer and I need um, to be prepared. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you guys, I, I really, I, um... I feel as though I'm going to have to, like, really bro it up with you sometimes mm-hmm. just so you get acclimated. Yeah. Because I don't mm-hmm. want you to enter the field and be right. like, oh, my God, like, this is yeah. so many mediocre white men. And I'm so yeah. I'm so sensitive from having been a teacher for a long time. And my feelings hurt a lot. Feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm worried about that. We laugh, but it's true. <laughs> I go to counseling and I'm really in touch with my feelings and none of you know what that's like. I love that you also talked about, you know, healthy things that you're engaged in because I was thinking about all the White Claw that I've been drinking because we can't get that in Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. And also, and also, excuse me, um, I'm just eating a ton of Vietnamese food. I'm like, Vietnamese food, Vietnamese food. And then I have to like integrate in uh, Mexican food because we also can't have, we don't have good access to that too. So I'm like, taco, pho, taco, pho, burrito, pho wrap, you know, like like, banh mi, whatever. I like, I'm going back and forth. So that's been a lot of my my food choices. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I... You, I just have, like, the hot bod summer, like, my relationship with my body has mm. been through the ringer mm. in the last couple of years. Yeah. So um, I think that I have the best relationship with my body that I have had in a long time That's this awesome. summer. Um, I try and focus on all the things that it can do, like, yeah. like our sponsor so delightfully said, like, you might find mm-hmm. yourself looking in the mirror and, like, thanking your body for everything yeah. that it has done for you. Like, hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there yet, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I have a hard time with that, but... When I think that that's why I've thrown myself into hiking Mm, and doing those really like difficult hikes over the last year is that I feel very physically accomplished Mm -hmm. at the end of it. And that's something that I is fleeting Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. has been fleeting for the past couple of years. And there's a lot of um, anger that is attached to cancer and cancer diagnosis. And um, like your body does not cooperating, you know, and doing what you want it to do. And I had a bit of a health setback in the beginning of this year, Mm -hmm. um, which brought up a lot of anger. And I think, like, that's what I'm focusing on. I'm just really trying to, instead of being angry with my body, 
being grateful Mm -hmm. for it continuing Mm -hmm. to work Mm -hmm. and getting me up these really tall mountains and (laughs) when you're at the top of a mountain it feels less like a flesh prison that's for sure yeah it's kind of more like holy shit you did that you did that Mm -hmm. body yeah you did it i'm proud of you body Mm -hmm. so because we still you know it's i don't i female identified folks a lot men as well though i have this brain body disconnect where you're absolutely you're always intellectualizing your you know body props but your body and your brain they're in the same the physical space yeah mm-hmm. they're attached mm-hmm. yeah you know so it's kind of it's hard but it's hard yeah yeah i i would say like yeah. january february i absolutely had a like break of like i got some bad news and it was just like ooh, the anger and i think it was mm-hmm. like the culmination right of like winters in the pacific northwest are really challenging and so yeah, around that time you feel like it's the days are the shortest that they mm-hmm. ever will be in the year mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of past sweater weather, so you can't really even like. There, I mean, there's cute stuff you can wear, but it's just kind of like you feel sort of you're like you're like right? wearing but a blanket also, all the time. Yeah, you know? but you're Nothing also like happening. you were in a cave of an existence because yeah. of COVID. And then you have to survive so. like Christmas. Like oh. I said well, that quietly because it's triggering to some and people. Like, and COVID, <laughs> the holiday <laughs> season's so stressful. And like COVID, <laughs> Christmas was really challenging. It's hard. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was and, really hard. Um, you're like. Yeah, I'm no. just and like and so. Anyways, I mm. I don't mean to make this like a downer, but it's this summer. I I truly do. I feel the best. I feel like I have one of the best relationships with my body that I've had, awesome. yeah. because, like even when I was younger and I felt better about like the physical shape of my body, mm-hmm. um, I didn't have a great relationship with it, mm-hmm. and I am trying to like exist and step into the space of this is the only body that I will have, mm-hmm. and. It's the first teacher summer I have ever had, so I have space to just breathe yeah. for the first time in probably 10 years, 11 years. Yeah. And I'm using that time to just kind of check in with yeah. with that part of it. It sounds to me that this teacher, hot teacher summer for you is really about YOLO, if I were to summarize it. Oh, it, YOLO. As much as I want to reject YOLO. that saying. You're, that's reject what you're that saying. Yeah. Sure, yes. Like, I also, though, like, I also really want to put out there that I, um, I still, like, bristle a little bit at the toxic positivity surrounding cancer and sure, especially yeah. women's yeah. cancer. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I really do bristle at, like, the, like, it made me realize that you only have one life and live every day like it's your last. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. I know that I, I don't mean to, like, say that in a patronizing way. Sure. But when you're, like, when that's shoved in your face. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah. As though, like, you're fucking cancer if that's mm-hmm, not your mindset. Mm-hmm. It really does, like, wear on you. Yeah. And, and the... Like especially like the fem like the women's cancers, especially like the pink mm-hmm. ribbons and the warriors and all mm-hmm. of that. I've never identified with that, mm-hmm. um, and so it feels more holistic in mm-hmm. terms of my mm-hmm. healing and mm-hmm. um, and also listen, psychiatrists and therapists and case managers, yeah. all from my um, SCCA, like my cancer. Um, hospital has been delightful. That mm-hmm. started in like December, January mm-hmm. time. And, you know, that's pretty fantastic. Guys. I feel like <laughs> awesome. um, we could raise a glass to them. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Most let's definitely. go into champagne and real pain. Champagne for my real friends. Real pain for my champ friends. All right, Megan, officially raise a glass. Oh, raise a glass to um, Seattle Cancer Care Alliance and the amazing professionals. They just, I mean, the holistic approach that they take with your cancer care is amazing. I, I was, I said to my oncologist that I was having a really hard time and it was okay, immediately get you connected to the psychiatrist and then a case Mm -hmm. manager and then getting me to a therapist. And they're all focused on cancer care and it's been life-changing. So yeah, absolutely. And how about you? Who are you raising a glass to? Um, That's good. I wasn't ready. I was okay, not think ready. about it for a minute. Okay, I got to think. I definitely want to raise a glass to, um, with all the stuff that's going on at home um, with some family stuff, like we've been plugged in a lot with like medical care and just all of the nurses and all the doctors mm-hmm. who, you know, put in all the work and do so much. Like it's very physically demanding, emotionally demanding, um, and very similar to teaching in, in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, but I just want to raise a glass to all of them because without them, I mean, they're just in this real and really in a spot dealing with a lot of people's vulnerability mm-hmm. and like crap and crazy emotions and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So raise a glass um, to all those folks because without them, I mean, what would we do? So, mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm wearing my shirt that Hope got me today. It says Empathetic AF. Um, and I just want to raise a glass to people who are who are fighting really hard to like be empathetic right now, um, coming out of kind of COVID into some things that's starting to feel normal again. But a lot of the things that were normal before weren't really normal. Mm-hmm. They were actually toxic and not helpful to our lives and mm-hmm. um, doing away with the bad things that don't serve us anymore and embracing the good um, while kind of maintaining empathy is really challenging. So just mm-hmm. shout out to everybody who's fighting the good fight. Um, trying to be, you know, hold your own and be yourself and, you know, be a good person and continue to have empathy as um, people recover from the pandemic and we try to figure out, like, how to be people again um, the way we want to be. And um, also uh, just, like, big shout-out to people who are fighting really hard for things, like protecting people after, mm-hmm. like, the eviction moratoriums are yeah. going to end. Um, mm-hmm. So all of the folks who are, you know... Um, you know, advocating for housing, advocating for um, advocating for kind of humane treatment of people as we kind of come out of this emergency. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Keep that empathy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go to our final segment. Do your fudging homework. Interchangeable. White ladies. All right. So what I would like to start with for do my, do your, my fudging homework, I'm in the middle of doing my fudging homework, um, <laughs> is kind of the part we didn't talk about, like, what are we doing for our mentals around, mm. um, like, the learning and the growth and the curiosity, that part of the mentals, mm-hmm. um, for our hot teacher summer. And so, as I mentioned earlier, I've been reading or listening to a lot of audiobooks. I can't, I'm having a really hard time focusing on physical books, to be honest. And I'm mm. like, I should be writing this summer because I've got these, like, weird pockets of time. Um, but also, like, I have no motivation for that. So I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks mm-hmm. um, and trying to, like, whether it's taking care of some family stuff or walks or whatever it may be. And so I have a couple books to recommend. Um, we listened recently to The Stakes or Stakes is High by Michael Denzel Smith. And some of you might know that writer. He's phenomenal. Um, it's a, a short audiobook and just getting into, like, what are the, the world that we're living in and, like, post-Trump and it's very political but it's like very accessible um, in the way that he's talking about it. Uh, Another book that's kind of serious that I've been binging is something called Reading While Black African American Biblical Interpretation as an Exercise in Hope um, by Issa McCauley and for those people that are um, Christian or religious in some way like this book really he's a, a young black man who is writing and getting like deep into biblical analysis and at the same time like rounding it in the black experience and um, it's the first time I've read a book kind of that merges this in this way it's really really good um, so if you're interested in that topic for sure and then um, I also like need a break from the serious topics so I've been <laughs> binging like really stupid books okay and I'm not going to name all the dumb books that I've been reading but I will recommend two dumb books Um and I say dumb just because they're, like, so lighthearted. So one is called mm-hmm. First Come mm-hmm. Like, which I think a bunch of you have heard me talk about by Alicia Ray or Rye. Um, and it's basically, like, about this Bollywood dude who, like, comes to L.A. to, like, work on the soap opera. And he falls in love um, with this Muslim Indian woman who is an Instagram influencer. <laughs> Oh, and you guys, gosh. it is so dumb. Incredible. And I couldn't stop reading it. And I was like, okay. And there's like three in the series. And also there's another book called Dial A for Aunties, which is by Jessie Q. Sutanto. And it's Indonesian Chinese-American writer. And she writes about, <laughs> basically, um, she goes on an internet date. It's fiction. An internet date. And um, the dude that she goes on a date with um, dies. And so she's like, oh, my God, I'm a murderer. And so then she calls what? in all of her aunties to, like, help her cover up the murder oh and I'll just leave gosh. it at that because there's again first first novels are always like a bit poorly written and like it's a bit corny but it's also hilarious so if you're if you need something mindless I'm gonna recommend those ones and then of course I have a few teacher books um in the background and I of course have forgotten the names of them right now because my mind I am gonna read those because I do think summer is a nice time to like I can read those and drink white claw at the same time you know um but yeah that's yeah. Where, I'm at, where I'm at how about y'all Oh, also, have you guys seen Legendary? I'm really into that show right no. now. I finally have access to Megan's HBO Max. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. Shout out. I um, opened up so my good. HBO and my family saw Dobbs as the like the profile. Oh, yeah. And they're like, who's that? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> You're like, it's, it's Hope and Nate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Legendary, if you haven't seen it, it's um, I kind of explain to people as like an extension of the show Pose, except it's like, you know, it's a show, you know, it's catwalk. There's like judges, you know, it's like kind of the voice and pose at the same time. But mm-hmm. it's about the ballroom community, um, which is predominantly um, LGBTQ plus trans. Like it's very interesting. And the dancing is 
unbelievable. Cool. And they do, the costuming is uh, out of control. And it's so good. And plus all the judges are like, you know, what you want in the judges. There's like the empathetic. And Megan Thee Stallion is actually one of the judges. Oh, Jamila Jamal. Yes. Uh, Roach, who's a fashion designer. I just, I've never heard of him before. Um, oh my gosh. And I'm going to forget the other woman's name, um, who's a trans activist and one of the original in terms of ballroom dancing in the U.S. Um Anyway, they all the judges have like their personas that they that they bring to the cool. table. So that's all my homework. I just vomited on all of you. Oh my gosh. You guys have any other recommendations? I have so I have a list in my phone of really great books. I, I have a real, I have a caveat though, which is that um, I had during the pandemic I realized I don't want to read any more books that I don't want to read. <laughs> I know. Do you understand yes. what I'm saying? Oh, like, I don't want to read any more books that I don't yes. want to read. And if I get into a book and I don't want to read it anymore, I don't finish it. You don't I finish don't it. finish it. I don't have time. For, my life is short. I don't have time. Yes. So I, I decided. A lot of people that struggle with that. Yeah, no, I was really hard, man. So I like I just finally said I was like I'm only going to read what I want to read, and I, that got that led me down a really interesting path which was um like all like all lgbtq fiction all mm -hmm. the time and almost exclusively like lesbian fiction all the time and what i found was that um i really lesbian romance love it so great so good fantastic um except for the lesbian romance that replicates toxic masculinity oh, that, no. can, that can go straight to hell um, through male gaze yeah, yeah. perfect i love that no i don't love that that's awful um but so i got really into lesbian romance for a while I started writing some lesbian romance, which was really great. Um, I'll probably have a pen name, so don't look for me. Um, the uh, the I also found I have a whole list of books that are free and great. If you like um, science fiction, you should definitely read The Space Between Worlds by Micaiah Johnson. Mm. She also responds on Twitter. Oh, okay. If you add her on Twitter, she will respond. She'll say, thank you for reading my book. She's fantastic. She's amazing. I love her. Um, highly recommend um, How to Lose the Time War, and that has mm. two authors, Max Gladstone and Amal El Matar. You should definitely read that. It's really good. Um, that one's about time travel um and it's it's a kind of novella length so it's really really great um these are all um uh women loving women type of books so if you even if you're not into that you should probably still read them because mm -hmm. they're well written yep. and also um just really good books period um upright women wanted i don't remember who wrote that one sarah gailey maybe upright women wanted um the Priory of the Orange Tree. Did you read that one? Mm -hmm. Oh, fantastic. I'm so excited when um, I had all these. Yeah, Passing Strange is another novella I read that's about time travel. And um, the Chinese... Uh, no, that was Melinda Lowe. There's, there's one about... Um, Passing Strange is about um, San Francisco, World War II, lesbians, um, time travel, mm. um, and um, Japanese-American incarceration. And you should just read it. It's just, like, very good. Like, it's incredibly good. Um, you should probably already have been reading um, Gideon the Ninth because lesbian necromancers in space. And then you should probably <laughs> also read The Last Night at the Telegraph Club because that's another time travel one, but about the Chinese-American community and queer people in San Francisco in the 1950s. And it's really, really good. Um, the show notes for this episode are going to be off the chart. It's yeah. Just like links. <laughs> you should probably... I can just send you my list. Oh, perfect. There um, you go. And then the last one that I'm going to recommend, which is actual I will give you the title of a lesbian romance novel that you should read but content warning it does contain things about like piracy and pirates using really dirty language and saying things about non-consent um, but because pirates but you should um, definitely read uh, the sublime and spirited voyage of original sin hmm. which is uh, that's the name of the boat is the original sin um, and that's by Colette Moody it is so clever that's a good and there's title. also ex sexually explicit content so just FYI and I'll just say ditto to all of that because, <laughs> you guys, I care about your self-care, and I don't want to pile onto the homework. <laughs> I love that. Um, Annie, thanks for joining yes, us absolutely. again. Oh I'm so happy Coming to be back, here. giving us an update and all so that good stuff. missed. I miss you guys so much. It's all right, nice y'all. You. Have yourselves a hot fill-in-the-blank summer. There you go. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Did you know Channel 253 is member-supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I hope you will show your support by going to channel253.com slash membership and join. Thank you. Well, because this song is so dirty, and I teach her. Hot for teacher. Hot for teacher. It's like really upsetting. <laughs> the Interchangeable White Ladies podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer. Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, We Art Tacoma, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.